ia te a te a taka ia te pai pai wa o uru mai te utupoto te ware kōrero e tū nei. Kia ora. welcome to Change Channel, a space to share tupuna wisdom, Māori ancestral knowledge with you and the world. Tēnā, wakarongo mai. Nō te ipureo tēnei kawenga o te pai pai wa o a Chase Channel. Inu mea te kōrero. Chase Channel is brought to you by Te Ipurao. Tēnā koutou katoa. Uh, I'm just going to wait for a little while um, for people to link in. Um, the clock that I was looking at on the wall is probably five minutes late, so yeah. As this puka puka says on the book, ai are kare. Hoi anō, e mihi kawana kia koutou. Like my mohawk. Cheer <laughs> Uh, and that's Takanoa, the um, social media manager. And, I just resigned. And he just resigned. Okay, <laughs> geez, you're a ripoff. It says, come and say hello, son. Oi anō, e mihi ana kia tātou katoa. So I'm Che Wilson. and <clears throat> And just wanting to connect uh, uh, um, mihi to everybody uh, for the, because tw- the 23rd of May, uh, 1959 uh, my mum and dad got married yeah, and they're now 60 years uh, today uh, and on that day it snowed uh, and so they had a white wedding uh, I, being Māori enough, it's a kaupapa from Rachel Harrison. I'm going to cover Atua Wahine from Precious Clark. Um, the word aro as in whakaro, aroha, uh, from Rani Era Rewiri. And why do a whenua rauru pito, to do with the baby in the womb, uh, from Pātina Tupe and Aramutini uh, Frandi. Good night. Good night, son. Love you. Uh, so I uh, wanted to just uh, start off with why did I start um, Chase Channel one year ago today and the reason why I did this uh, is because I wanted to share Tupuna wisdom and Tupuna wisdom for me uh, is the ancestral knowledge of Māori and actually of the Pacific and how we as Pacific peoples see the world. And so that's why I did it, and wanted to do it in a different way, um, and have had heaps of positive kōrero, have had criticisms as well, uh, but that's all good. Uh, and one final bit, uh, I've got uh, some guests here in the house tonight, run from the South Island and the rest of my family as well. Um, and one final bit I wanted to note is, when breaking down a word, uh, it's important to be careful because uh, it's become very trendy to break words down. And I only break words down when they need to be broken down. Um, but every word shouldn't be broken down just because it's become trendy. So I just wanted to note that. Hey, Tux. Uh, uh Before I carry on, because I do break words down, but I don't always break words down. Uh, just because uh, there's a bit of that happening at the moment. And some people are doing it as a joke, and that's all good. 
But when somebody who doesn't understand that it's a joke, they then think it's serious and that, oh, that's tapu, or well, that's mean. And not even. Kaupapa <laughs> uh, number one from Rachel Harrison. Tēnā Rachel. Oh, and a big mahi to everybody from Canada, from Hawaii, and from uh, Australia, because those are the three um, parts in the world that watch me the most outside of Aotearoa. Uh, and so just want to acknowledge those people from those places and uh, let's get into it. Kaupapa number one is from Rachel Harrison uh, and it's about being Māori enough and this isn't about the political rubbish um, but this is about, hey I've got the tea here mum, uh, this is about um, how do we how do we get comfort in our own skin and um, for example my name is Che Wilson, it's not Tāne nui ārangi papatuanaku. Um, and so uh, I was born with very, uh, I was born red, with red hair, and by age two I was completely blonde. And was therefore called that, um, called a kehu kid, as an uru kehu, um, and also a pākeha kid. And, um, I've been able to learn how to navigate that, but the question was around how do you deal with it when you don't look Māori and um, people judge you? And so to Rachel and to everyone else that has these challenges, kia ora hene ngā um, my, 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 my first point is, e kore au e ngarohe kāka no We will never be lost because we are a... a a seed from Rangiatea uh, that says that we are descendants of the Pacific and uh, we are descendants of a genealogical line. And the notion of quantum, the notion of look, doesn't come into that. Uh, that's other people's judgment and leave that with them. Easy enough to say, um, but actually... Uh, hard when you're often judged and so to Rachel and the others uh, that do that I myself used to struggle um, and would often rebel and be down the marae which we called home and we called mum and dad's house mum and dad's so I'd be down home and people would be teasing me about being a Pākehā kid or a Kehu kid and so I got all the F's and C's and everything out um, so just wanted to share that because, you know, people will see me and people will hear me and they will think, ah, oh, he's always been raised in a Māori environment, which I have. Uh, I wasn't raised speaking Māori. Māori was used as a language of exclusion when um, the olds wanted to share secrets. And by the age of 11, I decided, oh, I've had enough of this and I'm too nosy. <laughs> um, good to see some people connecting in from England as well as Australia so far. Um, so yeah, just wanted to share that. But another reason why I'm doing Chase Channel is because it's important for us to create opportunities for us to fall in love with who we are. And once we create opportunities to fall in love with who we are, then magic happens. And for me, that magic is Tupuna Wisdom, which is why I want to share Tupuna Wisdom, um, because there's so much rubbish out there um, which tells us that we're something else 
and which we then also believe and then we start using it as a weapon against each other. So kia to everybody, don't worry what colour you look, if you look at my family, um, we've got the black and white minstrels and the brown and the blue eyes and uh, no black, brown, green and blue eyes, hazily green. So that's just in my immediate family. So kia uh, and thanks, Rachel, for that kōrero. If you've got any questions at any time, Cal, just throw them in. Yeah, I was just thinking, just to add into to that, um, that if, if I was to determine whether or not I was going to decide if someone was Māori or not, it wouldn't be based on what they look like. You can't base it on mm. it, but it would be based on how they feel. Yeah. So that, that's my visitor tonight, um, <laughs> Kelly. Uh, she's our old flatmate. And she's up here for the day, and Kia Koto from Matoda as well. And so Kelly's just shared her thoughts as well, around don't worry about what, what you look like, because you'll never be judged around about what you look like. Kia people from Adelaide. Um, but it's more about how you feel, and, um, and stuff anyone else. So kia tato. tātou. <laughs> uh, number two, Atua Wahine, Precious Clark. So kia ora I hope everything's good up on the hill in uh, Orake. Uh, te ao Māori is, is a binary world. Te ao Māori is a world that always has a, a two parts to it. Uh, kia ora Amy. Um, has two parts and so whether that's male and female, night and day uh, and I'm wanting to start there because uh, our, our world and the way we see it is often viewed from our Western upbringing. Um, and our Western upbringing, oh, kia ora Mexico, hola. And, um, and kia ora London. Um, and so, so what I want to share first, and this is a really well-known saying, is Ko tahi tonu te atua o te ao Māori. Ko rangi nui e tu i honei ko papatua nuku e takotoa kenei. There is one God in the Māori world view that is rangi nui and papatua nuku. Think about that. I've just said two names. And what I've said is the two personifications of this entity that we call God, that we call the universe. And it is both male and female. One of the challenges, kia ora Australia, uh, one of the challenges is that as we do this um, and we use our Western glasses, our Western mindset, um, we're judging it from another world rather than immersing ourselves into our world more so that we can then better understand the genius of our tūpuna. And so when the ethnographers and anthropologists came here, in their eyes, God was a male, even though you might be questioning that now. <laughs> um, but from our eyes, God, God was both um, Māori and, uh, was, was both male and female. And, and so when you have this pantheon of 70 gods, uh, and they're all said that they are male, what they are, is they are a personification and they have both elements to them. 
Yes, there are atua wahine as well, um, like hineahuone, like mahuika, like the moon. Um, but more than that, um, if you look at the god Ru, who I'm going to talk about tomorrow, he has both uh, he has both a male and female element to him, uh, as does Tu, as does Rongo. And then they also have their husbands and wives, those different gods. Uh, and so, so just wanted to emphasize that this notion of atua wahine uh, and tane wahine, uh, atua tane, uh, is something that we've got to do more work on. And it's important to remember that when we say the saying, there is one God, rangi nui e tui honei, already that's saying to us that we must think differently because we've said two entities or two names even though we're saying there is one God and then we also then say there is one ancestor and we use the same name Ranginui and Papatuanuku so are they a God or are they an ancestor they are both because what we did as we then named ourselves after all of those gods so that we are the physical manifestation of those gods. Question. question. Kelly's got a question. So you're, so you're saying there is one god, and then the, the, two, the two entities, Ranginui, Papatuanuku. I'm saying there is one universe. Okay. Yeah. Because okay, cool. then I was thinking, but then the, what does that make them? Yeah. Um, like, have you to poor? So they... So there is one universe with many names to describe the faces of that universe. Okay, and um, and and the other brilliant thing about our tupuna is you can touch God. Not like, yep. So I can go like that. <laughs> but more than that, you can touch, you can see God, because Tane Mahuta is having a play with Tafiri Mate. Tāne Mahut is the god of the forests and trees. Tāwhiri Mahuta is the wind. And as soon as you see the tree going like that, you can see God and then you can go and touch and feel God. Added to that, that pantheon of gods are then contained in us. You know, all our water, all our liquids in our body are salty. And therefore that is the god of the ocean, Tangaroa. I breathe in. I'm breathing in Tafiri Mate to be part of me. And when it comes out, it's often a bit smelly, that's still Tafiri Mate. <laughs> uh, but that whole idea, um, you can go to the different parts of the body. There's some great um, pages, and Mark Kopua does a great job on explaining some of that stuff in more detail. Um, hopefully, that's at least the start, Prish. Um, to answer your question, Precious Clark, uh, around Atua Wahine. This next kaupapa, Aro. This will be a short one. This is Raniera um, Rewiri, uh, plant-based Māori. Awesome fella. Uh, and he was commenting on one of my previous posts on Aroha. And um, Aroha was one of the biggest posts I've ever had. Uh, and probably because we need more of it. And um, so Aroha, 
was the kaupapa, and it's a breakdown of the word aro. And so he's wondering, what does the word whakaro mean? And so whakaro, whakao, uh, I'll use the generic pronunciation rather than my own, because we'd say whakaro. So whaka means to, to do, to action something. And aro is uh, to bring something to the front, to bring something forward. Kia rāra mūtini, um, I'll cover your kaupapa soon. Um, and as you bring that, bring that something forward, it's about moving an idea from the unconscious to the conscious. And so, ah, I've got an idea. He tōku. And it's bringing it to the forward, which is then why aroha, to direct your essence, your ha, to someone else. Uh, is another meaning of that word aro. And then you get the word aro aro. Uh, and like the aro aro kupe, my son used to laugh when they were doing their kapaka in Wellington, because it's the private parts. Um, and well, you know, because it's bought forward, it's in the front. <laughs> uh, and it's, you know, it's just, just common sense once you have that better understanding of, um, of the language and um, like any language actually, it makes sense once you know that language pretty well. Um, the last kaupapa is uh, one from my cousin Patina Tupe and from Aramutini uh, Frandi, or Frandi, excuse my pronunciation. Um, and it's a question around uh, the child inside the womb, inside the pare tangata, inside the kōpū. When the two waters join, the male water and the female water, that creates wairua. Uh, that wairua then becomes the house for Modi, uh, and therefore for life to exist. It's often referred to as te kukunetanga, uh, that conception. And then there's a seal around the joining of those two waters. And as that happens, um, that seal then becomes a whenua, or a casing, um, that then helps to feed the child. Um, to feed the child uh, while it's in the mother's puku, in the kōpū. Um, and the whenua is connected to a rauru, and the rauru is the umbilical cord, which is then connected to the pito of that child, from the mum to the pito of the child. People often call the umbilical cord the pito, well actually it's connected to the pito. You know, like the thing bone is connected to that bone. <laughs> um, and so, oh, I'm trying to remember the question now, Patina. But basically, when, when you have that happen, and, and the baby is growing, a really important thing about our culture is that from conception you are able to influence the child. And so this is our, um, our, our idea of probably genetic engineering is that you're engineering, engineering the mindset of the child from conception and then you start talking to the child while it's in the puku. 
and then you start singing a song composed specifically. Amsterdam did his master's did his thesis on Oriori, which are the songs that I'm referring to. And um, and then you go from there to then um, train them while they're in the womb, and then it continues once they're out. Okay, cuz babies when were in the transition from Atua to mortal man. Ah, so yes. So the joining of the two the two two waters uh, through sex um, is it's often said that it's the time when um, we move from being in our Atua state to our human state when actually we are continually transitioning, transforming, shape-shifting from Atua to human all the time. And people will sit, they go, wow, that person just got so much mana. Well, actually, that's their atuatanga, their tipuatanga, just glowing in that moment. And um, this whole whole idea of shape-shifting or bendien um, is what our tupuna have always done and what we need to continue to remember. Because while a child is being a tutu, or playing up, um, you then focus them into their other sides as well, so that they're not just seen as naughty or whatever else. Um, and so the whenua is connected. I'm just reading part in this question again. Um, oh, no, I think I've covered it all. Um, that's enough for now. Um, so just want to acknowledge everybody uh, it's been an amazing and an amazing year have you got any questions Carl? Um. <laughs> have a think about it it's been an amazing year and as I said this has been a chance to share tupuna wisdom uh, so that we can find opportunities to fall in love with who we are and that's a really important point for me because there is so much negativity when actually there's more positivity, it's just that, that it's just easier to sell rubbish and sell shit than it is to sell positivity. Um, because as humans, as descendants of two, we um, often will, will gravitate to our negative stuff rather than um, working, because it's hard, you've got to work on the mind, and the mind has so much noise and it's easier for the mind to see negative than it is for the mind to see positive. And, um, and that's why um, as we work through all of this noise, we've got to just slowly use Tupuna wisdom to guide us um, so that we can visualize, so that we can picture positive messages, positive realities, and then take ourselves there. I think that's enough for tonight. Got a part time? Yeah, I've always got a part time. Kōrero. loud so they can hear it. Okay, it's, a, it's around like the origins of the Māori language. And, um, ah. and I've struggled lots with defining things using words. Mm. And so I wonder if if the language was just originally a series of sounds or has 
Is it all like because when you say ah, and you can give ah its own meaning and raw its own meaning, um, it makes me it makes me think that maybe it's not it's sounds that have it's like a, a sound and the the um, resonance of that sound with whatever action. It, it stands for. Okay, so the 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 up if you didn't hear Kelly, is around um, the origin of language, and so they say that the Māori language is an onomatopoeic language. Onomatopoeic is splish splash, the sounds that come from nature. Uh, and what I like to say is te reo rākeikura ya umai ngā tongi kura o te tūnei that the, the poetry of the language comes from the poetry and song of the land. And so, and actually, it's probably the case for all languages at one time. You know, you go to Cane Bridge, and there's a bridge on the River Cam. It makes sense for there. Um, just like you go to... Um, but the word bridge doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> you go to the word, um, hi baby, you go to the word um, rua pehu, and rua is a crater, pehu is to explode. Um, rua can also mean two, pehu being an explosion or a blowhole. And so it's all, all talking about an explosive activity. And it's hello hine. Uh, and so, so I'm not going to go deep into that, but, but just as, no, no, it's a good question. Just, just to note that the language itself comes from, the, from your environment. And um, over time you make those sounds, you listen. Kui, kui, viti viti ora. And so you'll hear the pipi wharaurua as it migrates from Southeast Asia every year. And it will sing, kui, kui, and then we add an now but fiti fiti ora because as the the pipi farairoa, the shining cuckoo, comes here, fiti fiti ora, it brings the summer with it, and so so that's it. Uh, and um, yes, Chelsea, <laughs> we could have a wine, and I'm drinking tea, Chelsea, aren't I good? Um, yeah, katiake. Ete iwi, it's been one year. Uh, uh, Going to be having um, a, a website and some podcasts coming up um, over the next little while. I'm also going to be doing um, a few other live streams and working with other organisations um, who are asking me to help them create some terms and will then share them um, on the channel. Um, so it's going to be an interesting year of, of a whole range of things as we uh, continue to work together to share tupuno knowledge. E mi'i ana kia koutou, no oake rā, me ngā manaki tango te wā, tēnā koutou, kia ora tātou, pō mārire. Nā te puni kōkiri e pūtea tautoko, made with support from te puni kōkiri. Nā pūoro Jerome, ngā reo pūoro. Soundtracks from Puro Jerome.